the title of the message is Capture Your Heart, Capture Your Life. Our scripture reference is coming from the book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 26. It says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways. The purpose of this message today is for you and I to search our hearts. We are here for God to capture our lives in all areas and in all aspects. That is the intended result. Capture your heart, capture your life is a chase for control. If you want to control a person's life, capture their hearts. In Genesis chapter 8 verse 21 it says, And the Lord smelled a certain aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. In this verse, we see two things here. We see that God has a heart. And we also see that the imagination of man's heart is absolutely evil. God has a heart on his own and he created our hearts. However, because of sin, our heart is corrupted, polluted and impure. The heart must be changed, regenerated, according to Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26, 11 and 19, Psalm chapter 51 verse 10 to 14, before a man can willingly obey God. And the reason our hearts need to be captured is because the fact is you have a heart, your heart is the center of your life, your heart is the treasure of your life, your life revolves around your heart. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 uh, 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 gives us a strong reason why our hearts need to be captured by God. It says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Luke chapter 6 verse 45, it says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Your heart can be your own enemy, if no attention and care are taken on it. From the heart we speak, from the heart we think, from the heart we desire, from the heart we will, from the heart we act. So these are all the forces and the powers and the entities and the beings who are seeking to capture our hearts. Self, Satan, society, and God. What, what do I mean by capture? Capture in a sense of a verb, to take or seize by force, surprise as an enemy or his property, to take by force under the authority of commission as capture a ship, to succeed in representing or expressing something intangible, to succeed in catching or seizing, especially after a chase, cause rap attraction or admiration, for example, she capture all the man's heart, to appeal, to take possession by force or after an invasion. So that's what it means to capture based on the dictionary definition. 
Now let's look at what is the heart. What do I mean by the heart in this context of of this message? The nature of your heart. Let's examine that. The heart is the center not only of spiritual activity but all operations of human life. Your life activities start from your heart. Heart and soul are often used interchangeably in the scripture. The heart is the home of your personal life. A man is according to his heart. So you are your heart, if that makes sense. You are what you are according to your heart. Your heart is the heart flow of your life. From it proceeds the issues, the matters, the reflections, the activities of your life. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 it says, Keep your heart with all diligence from out of its springs the issues of life. Now, let's look at the three S's when it comes to the nature of your heart. It is the seat of your life. It is the spring of your life. It is the source of your life. Look at this. Out of our heart, the mind thinks. You are what your heart is. You are based on your heart condition. In Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, it says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. So as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Out of your heart, the mouth speaks. So we are what we think because of our heart. We are what we speak because of our heart. Out of your heart, the mouth speaks. And we have an account in Matthew chapter 15, verse 18 that talks about it. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, mothers, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies, and so on and so forth. So out of the heart the mouth speaks. Out of the heart the mind thinks. So our heart controls our mind. Our heart controls our mouth. I can also say our heart detects our mind. Our heart detects our mouth. So whatever we say is as a result of what is in our heart already. Whatever we think in our mind is as a result of what is already in our heart. The heart is the foundation of one's life. The heart can be good or evil, pure or unclean, right or wrong, godly or ungodly, wise or foolish, hard or soft, deep or shallow, opened or closed. In the heart, the deep things of life abide. In the heart, the issues of life dwell. The heart is where everything springs up. In the heart lies our treasures in life. Everything rises and falls in the heart of a man. Our heart can be a treasure of good or evil. Our heart can be a blessing to us or a curse to us. Faith springs from our hearts. In our hearts we believe or we can doubt. Mark chapter 11 verse 23 it says, For as surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Mark chapter 11 verse 23. It shows that from our hearts spring faith. You believe in your heart. You believe in Jesus in your heart. You believe in God in your heart. You believe for things to happen in your life out of your heart. It shows how important our heart is. 
from the heart we choose to willingly obey or disobey. In your heart comes our passions, pleasures, and preferences. Your heart has dimensions. There's depth, breadth, length, width, and height of your heart. Now, let's look at the two Ds, desire and delight. These are emotional compartments of your heart. Your desire proceeds from your heart. Where your heart is, is where your desire is. Your desire determines your decision and direction in life. Your desire leads. Whoever controls your desire and delight control the decision and direction of your life. Decision and direction meaning the will and the mind compartment of your heart. In your heart lies your will. Our decisions are based on our will, which is our intent and and eating agendas. Where your heart stands, your life stands. Where your heart goes, your life goes. Direction, the path of your life. Who directs your life? Whoever captures your life controls your life. Whoever captures your desire directs your life. What can happen to your heart? Your heart can be searched. Your heart can be tested. Your heart has the potential to be hardened or softened, according to John chapter 12, verse 40. Your heart can be dull, according to Isaiah chapter 6, verse 10. Your heart can be blind. Your heart can lack understanding. Your heart can be wrong or right before God. Acts chapter 8, verse 21. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 11 talks about purity of hearts. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 20 talks about a crooked heart and a blameless heart. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 14 talks about a perverted heart. Your heart can be open or closed according to Acts chapter 16 verse 14. Your heart can be dirty according to Psalm chapter 51 verse 10. Your heart has thoughts of its own and intentions according to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11. Your heart breaks and your heart burns are as a result of our heart condition. What do I mean by life? Because the title of this message is Capture Your Heart, Capture Your Life. When you capture someone's heart, you also capture your life. So what do I mean by life in this context of this message? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Meaning that the world, the universe, including life in this universe. I'm not talking about life in the sense of the world, like creation, like the elements, heavens and the earth. I'm talking about life according to Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. It says... And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breath into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living being. I am talking about man as a living entity doing active, animate activities. I'm talking about the general sense as of physical life and existence as opposed to death and non-existence. It is your personal, physical, and your spiritual living Life as an individual personal way of living in all areas, be it spiritual or physical, internal, your life within, external, your life outside, interaction with people, structure, systems, and settings, personal interaction with animate and inanimate entities. In a general sense, your way of living, who you are and what you do, being and doing, your composition, which combines your heart, soul, spirit, and body condition and conduct and the context here is your entirety of existence life as in all your ways your walk of life your works of life your will of life 
like in major spheres of your personal life could be your financial life your professional life your relational life your educational life your ministerial life your physical body health and mental life your natural your social life all the all the spheres of life consist of a person's life life in the context of your physical life in all spheres god created your life not satan you need to know this since god created your life only he has the right to control your life because God created it in the first place. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 it says, "For all who are being led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. Whoever captures your life controls your life. Whoever captures your desires directs your life." Now, let's look at the process of capturing your heart and capturing your life because when you capture someone's heart, you can automatically capture their life who and what is fighting or trying to capture your heart because a captured heart is a captured life you yourself you're fighting to capture your own heart sin is fighting and trying to capture your heart satan is fighting and trying to capture your heart society meaning the pleasures of this world the evil attractions of this world the systems instructions of this world they are appealing to us to capture our hearts notice self satan sin and society these are all enemies to god and they cannot please god and they don't want to seek the will of god and all of these things can actually harden your heart but guess what now we have the spirit of god and the spirit of god can soften our heart what can capture our heart a woman can capture your heart a man can capture your heart in the context of a relationship money can capture your heart meaning that the desire the love of it work can capture your heart pleasures can capture your heart religion can capture your heart ambition can capture your heart a capture heart for god how does it start and how does it work let's focus on you You have to give your heart to God, meaning that you present your heart to God, you offer your heart to God and 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 you have to be willing. You open your heart to God, you welcome God in your heart, you believe in God in your heart. You have to transfer ownership to the maker of your heart. Surrender. Giving up, admitting that your heart belongs to God, giving God permission to your heart. Submit in a sense that you yield you present you hand over your heart you give it to god subject in a sense that you put your heart under control daily in case the heart wavers and wanders so when you surrender submit and subject yourself first in your heart then your thoughts your words and your actions they will all follow along let's look at ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 to 27 it says I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Key insight. Take note to this. When you surrender, submit, subject yourself, meaning your heart which is the core of your life which is the treasure of your life which is the starting point of your life which is the foundation of your life which is the source and outflow of your life guess what sin will be subjugated meaning 
bringing under dominion and control by the power of God. Look what it says in Romans chapter 6 verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Satan will be subjugated, meaning that the Bible says in James chapter 4 verse 7, Submit yourself before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Like I said, sin, Satan, and society, these are all forces that are looking to capture your heart so that it can have control over your life. Society will be subjugated. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, it says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in, the, in this world. God is the source. It starts from God as the source. A new heart is given. Our minds are renewed. The Spirit of God in us causes the, this process of a changed heart to happen. So now let's look at how does a captured heart and a life look like. A captured heart is a heart that loves God. Loving God starts from the heart. You love God from the heart. Because in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 it says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. So the foundation, the starting point of loving God, it springs from the heart. And then comes with all your soul, with all your strength. In this verse, we see that the heart is first mentioned. When your heart is sincere, and you're sincere about God, from it will originate love for God. A captured heart is a heart that loves God. A captured life is a life that lives for God. Just to make it simple. These are the signs of a captured heart. Attraction. Meaning that God appeals you. The things of God appeal you. Admiration. Meaning respect, liking, astonishment, amazement, wonder. Affection. Desire and delight. Attention. Focus. Concentration. Attachment. Closeness. Intimacy. What makes up a captured heart? Your will is captured. Your emotion and feelings are captured. Your mind is captured. Your soul is captured. What makes up a captured life? A captured life is a captured time, captured attention, captured resources, captured relationships, captured efforts, captured commitments, captured in all your ways, your spheres, your engagements, your endeavors, your activities, your plans, your operations, your agendas, your priorities, your purpose. Everything is captured by God. When God has captured your heart and life, you will seek Him as a person. When God has captured your heart and life, you will seek the things of God. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek God first, and God will sustain your life. When God has captured your heart and life, you will acknowledge him in all your ways. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, it says, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Acknowledge your life to God, and God will direct your life. In conclusion, when you capture someone's heart, you capture your soul and spirit. Keep your heart. When a heart and life are captured, you can easily respond to God's 
change and call. Possession and placement. He who possesses your heart has a place in your heart. Control and charge. Who or what controls your heart has charge over your life. Desire and direction. If God can capture your desire, he can also direct your life. A captured heart is a captured life. When God captures your heart and life, your life will become good and great and your life will never be the same. I want to close with this. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 26. My son, my daughter, give God your heart and let your eyes delight in his ways. Thank you and God bless you.